Welcome to the Dr. Hans Brewery podcast. This podcast originated as a video and can be seen in full over at my YouTube channel. Today we're going to talk about NAPAS, session NAPAS in general or sessionable NAPAS. Why do I want to brew that and uh, why do I think it's important? Yeah, let's get into that. I'm Dr. Hans, this is Dr. Hans Brewery, my channel about beer and homebrewing. If you want to learn with me how to become better at beer and homebrewing, consider becoming a subscriber. Today we're going to talk about NAPAS, Session NAPAS. I have been experimenting with brewing sessionable NAPAS for my beer kits. Today there are three beer kits out and one of them is a Session NAPA. So I want to talk about different ways I have been experimenting with brewing the, the NAPAs that goes into the kit. And I'm going to talk about the kit in general, some uh, tips and tricks maybe about NAPAs. Yeah, sounds nice. I have shown this beer before, uh, two weeks ago. It has now been sitting outside in the uh, cold Swedish climate. It's uh, today just below freezing actually, and it's starting to clear up. If you're interested in brewing Napas, I have a playlist with more Napa content and uh, also some like beer and oxygen content, which is really important with a style like this with a lot of hops in it. So why did I want to make a session Napa for my beer kit and of course for myself? Well, this is kind of style that really you want to drink as fresh as possible. If I have a beer, like if I buy a beer here at Systembolaget, the only store here in Sweden who sells alcohol over 3.5% ABV, they often like 8.5%, something like that. I don't want to have a full keg of an 8.5% beer that needs to be drunk fresh. And uh, of course, also, I think we homebrewers, we do drink more beers than others. So to be able to uh, brew good, more lower ABV beers is way for the, the future. But there has to be a, a balance, of course. And this beer ended up like 4.9% ABV. So maybe it ain't what I would think of like a session beer, even though I think it can count as for under 5% it could be, but it's still a sessionable Napa because it's not like the 6, 7, 8-ish percent. I want a beer that you can finish off quite easily, you can have a lot of, so it can't be strong in ABV because it needs to be drank fresh. And uh, yeah, as you see, it's still hazy, still looks very, very good, no sign of any oxidized beer still smells very nice but, but it ain't as hoppy as it was three weeks ago it's still very hoppy though i also want a beer that can be drunk almost directly so i don't want like a hop burn so we have to talk about that also how to balance these things out even though it's not a big beer in abv i still don't want it to be like Week And as I said, this beer is already available as a beer kit, but only right now here in Sweden from Brewgoat. So I have been experimenting with a high amount of unmalted. I have been using oats and I have been experimenting with different kinds of, uh, of, of eats. And I actually did, just for my patrons, I did a 
bulgur beer. We added bulgur instead of wheat. And yeah, the patrons have the recipe. If you're interested in yeah, more recipes and uh, I do like more vlog style there on Patreon, you can go and check that out. High amount of uh, unmalted and like I said, wheat, because I, I like uh, the, the wheat taste and also some oats. I know some brewers who brew in this style of beer likes to add a lot of maltodextrin and that gives you a great amount feel and because that is a sugar that uh, the yeast have a really hard time uh, to consume so you will end up with a beer with a very high FG and even though it ain't sweet it do mean that your beer will have a lot of sugars and calories and uh, a lot of sugars of course ain't good for you so I didn't want to go that way and um, so instead I've been playing with adding like more oats to give it like a silkier mouthfeel and uh, you see the head there goes nowhere and of course that is from uh, the high amount of uh, unmalted and of course also hops. Hops wise I have been experimenting with a few hops and I have said it over and over on this channel. I'm not a, like a mosaic fanboy. I like to put it this way. Many different hops have like a side note to them and mosaic have a side note that um, yeah it I really don't like it but if you balance it you can balance those side notes out. If you're using mosaic you can get like a burnt tire, spare, spare tire and uh, if you like do a lot of amarillo, it might get catty. If you use a lot of cascade, it might get grassy. If you're using a lot of like mandarin and Bavaria, something like that, you will get almost like an oxidized flavor, a jam, strawberry sweetness to it. Some could kick off like onion and garlic, something like that. Been experimenting with different kind of hops. I'm usually most find that the, the side note gets more prominent when you're dry hopping and so by splitting up this beer has three different hops in it where I have tried to like balance that out so none of these side notes will really stick out. These kind of beers are very sensitive to oxygen so a tip for you is especially if you are not doing like seal transfers like I am from fermentosaurus and from sillas and uh, what kind of uh, fermenters you are using and if you are planning to uh, send samples of beer to friends or if you're bottle fermenting it is actually to uh, Add a little bit of uh, antioxidant. I've tried out ascorbic acid. So you can add some ascorbic acid at the same time you add your yeast. Use 0.1 gram per liter. So like in a 23 liter batch that would be uh, 2.3 grams. Here's the uh, beer. You get a classic like Napa flavor. Look at that head. Whew. Yeah, so you get that classic like tropical fruit, citrusy orange mango and almost like a bread bready note yeah cheers yeah it's a very balanced beer speaking of hops i've also been trying different uh, additions to the boil no sorry for like steeping because i've been adding all my hops at the the late end i've been trying different temperatures there and uh, like doing no chill and i tried like 75 degrees and left it and even down to like 65 degrees and yeah if 
I wasn't go no chill. I would go like higher, maybe like. 85 degrees, something like that. Wait like 30 minutes before shading. But of course, it depends on how much hops you're adding and uh, yeah, the alpha acid of the hops. Speaking of my beer kits, the thing with my beer kits is I never intended them to be like static beer kits because there ain't such a thing as a perfect beer. And I don't want to do like 500 beer kits. So instead, this will be my sessionable Napa, ever the haze craze. Yeah, the haze craze ain't going nowhere. And uh, I will change it from time to time. If I think I have discovered anything that we could like lower this in ABV even further down the line, or that balance between the amount of dry hop, uh, between the, the hop burn, because I really want this to be able to be drunk straight out of the fermenter. If you don't know what hop burn is, Hop burn you get when you add a lot of hops like you want to do in this style and yeah it can give like a burning sensation in your mouth so you have to really balance that out or wait for the hops to start to die down and the hop burn will go away but it kind of uh, defeats the purpose with, with this brew because I don't want to wait but yeah if you want your hoppy beer to last longer you could wait out that hop burn and if you are maybe in bottle fermented you could play with that but I have had a lot of bottle fermented napas that have been like brown from oxidization and sweet so uh, these beer are very very sensitive and I do have a lot of videos on oxidization I will try to put some links down from what you think about um, oxidized beer, but yeah, do try the like ascorbic acid. And speaking of links, first link goes to today's sponsor, Brugot. Brugot is a uh, Swedish homebrew supplier, and they're about to uh, open up their new store here in Stockholm. So check them out. Cool. The yeast I have been experimenting for this kind of beers is the Lallemann New England. It's a dry yeast, and the reason for that is that dry yeast ships much better. So I haven't actually been playing with the liquid yeast at all. I have brewed a lot of napas before with different kinds of yeast. But yeah, I, I really like this yeast, so I, I think it's a good yeast for my beer kits. Good lacing, good head, and of course this beer is now much clearer, but it's still hazy. Uh, but it has been sitting outside for four weeks. It's still in the uh, fermentosaurus and it's no issue at all leaving it like that. I don't get uh, an off flavor from leaving it on the yeast, so you don't have to be afraid of that. But it has been sitting very, very cold and uh, we have a floating pickup in the fermentosaurus, so of course the beer will clear up. And getting back to like dry hopping for napas, some people swear about the, the double dry hop and I have been trying that method and it works great. And I also been trying single dry hop. I always dry hop before the end of fermentation anyway. And the reason for that is that I want the, the beer still be off gassing when I add the hops and uh, any oxygen introduced will quickly be consumed by the yeast. So that's a good tip in general. Don't wait to like all of the fermentation is done before we dry hop. I'm always dry hopping hot, but I know some people like to dry hop cold, so they say they get bitterness from it, and uh, 
that's kind of strange because I don't get that. And uh, as I'm um, fermenting under pressure, and I use a lot of pressure, and I ferment mostly higher than everybody else. I think this finished at 30 degrees Celsius. And uh, yeah, it's not a bitter beer. Of course, that is a balance with the uh, hops that gone into the, the, uh, the steeping for this beer. I don't see a pattern where I get a lot of bitterness from dry hopping, but yeah, some people say they are, so yeah, I don't know. You have been listening to the Dr. Hans Brewery podcast. For more content about beer and brewing, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Hans Brewery, and my website, drhansbrewery.com. Cheers and thanks for listening. Dr. Hans out.